Humboldt last week. Quick local stories online at HumboldtLastWeek.com, KimKemp.com, and on the radio on 99.1 KISS FM Mondays. Connect on social media for more local content and giveaways. Hey you, I'm so glad you're checking out our weekly Quick Local Stories program. Hope you uh, checked out Humboldt Last Week Alternative Radio 2, 24-7 featuring new songs nostalgia songs quick local stories and day of localness hosted commercial free weekdays 6 to 9 a.m then encores weekdays noon to 1 p.m and 4 to 6 p.m uh, plus there's weekday specials 9 a.m 1 p.m and 6 p.m humboldt last week alternative radio at humboldtlastweek.com and kimkemp.com also please do keep tagging humboldt last week in your humble scenery pictures if you get a good one i'll probably share it on social media uh, yeah, and if you like Humboldt last week, please do support our local mom-and-pop partners, Ferndale Music Company with Shows at the Old Steeple. Check out humorous cowboy songster Sourdough Slim, March 29th. Well, the noise, make noise, pass along to the big corral. As well as Grammy-nominated bluesman Roy Rogers and his band April 13th. For tickets, just head to FerndaleMusicCompany.com. Bongo Boy Studio is where many of Humboldt's finest musicians have come to record over the last 17 years. They've also worked with artists, organizations, and filmmakers right here in Humboldt County. Give them a call, 839-5090, and visit their website, bongoboystudio.com. Bell Star Women's Clothing Boutique thanks all of their longtime customers for shopping local. If you haven't stopped in lately, visit them. They're at 405 Second Street in Old Town Eureka. You can check out new fashions for work, play, or home. Bell Star, clothes that fit your life. Primal Decor Tattoo and Body Piercing Studio on Myrtle Avenue in Eureka. Established in 95, it is the longest-running tattoo and piercing shop here. They're a safe, fun place for piercings and tattoos, and that community-minded staff is always happy to help. High-quality artistic work, Primal Decor Tattoo and Body Piercing Studio on Myrtle Avenue in Eureka. So this is rad. A guy from Southern Humble, Zach Fisher, was on national TV... Dude lives in Seattle now. He makes art on sidewalks and stuff with a waterproof coating. Designs show up when it rains. It's really popular on the internet, and he's done that in Garberville, too. And Zach was recently on a TV show called Pickler and Ben talking about that. Rainworks is what he calls it. Cool. That's appropriate for Seattle. No word if he's making art for here called Earthquake Works. It assembles when the ground trembles. Apologies issued after a racial slur was caught on video at an adult basketball game in Hoopa. This teenage girl on Snapchat said, in your face, N-word. Girl's mom told Kim Kemp they're sorry. The girl's upset with herself and they've reached out to the victim of the slur to try to make that right. And there's more at KimKemp.com. Scrubs, join the club. You've probably heard St. Joe's Hospital and Open Door have a residency program coming. Newer doctors given Humboldt more care access. All six available positions were filled. They start up in July. You can see the poster now. Stethoscope Summer 2019. Visitors Bureau, don't steal my branding. It rolls off the tongue so well, right? Stethoscope Summer 2019. Way cooler than Coachella. Celebrity chef Guy Fieri's from Humboldt, Ferndale to be exact. This Daily Beast headline says, We need Guy Fieri in Trump's America. You click in and of our spiky-haired food bro, the uh, piece pointed out Guy's celebration of foods of all cultures in America. Quote, Guy's show is actually a show about two things that have truly made America great, individual entrepreneurship and immigration. 
Well, there's this article in the paper, How to Respond to Murder Mountain, series on Netflix that shows a dangerous, methy, Wild West Humboldt east of Garberville. And that's drawn skepticism from the sheriff and others. You've seen that. But the takeaway from this article is, yeah, Murder Mountain makes things appear darker here. But let's take that attention and educate outsiders about this beautiful place's upsides. Huffman has a bill that could change ownership of the North Coast News TV stations. You see that in the paper. Sinclair owns those, and Sinclair accused in the past of leaning politically and kind of trying to loophole themselves into too many U.S. households. Huffman says this bill ends that loophole, and if passed, the uh, changes could reportedly cause the North Coast News stations to change owners. So we'll follow that. A lot of you may be interested in this Sacramento Bee article. California is growing so much marijuana that it could crash the market. A distribution company down in the Bay Area found that currently permitted farms in the state of California can produce up to 9 million pounds a year. Yet the wholesale market can realistically only support 1.8 to 2.2 million pounds. Damn, it's in the sack bee. Did you see they raided the Emporium in Arcata? An alleged business front, sign out, I think it says locally handmade jewelry or something, but the uh, drug task force says these guys in there were peddling coke, X, mushies, pharmaceuticals, they had guns. Did you see how organized those pill containers were in the photo? Labels, prices, jeez. Uh, more on that, Arcata bust at kimkemp.com. So one guy was shot in the shoulder and another guy initially arrested for attempted homicide down in Benbow. These two reportedly had an ongoing beef with each other, but then maybe you saw it. They released the guy they arrested saying they now think he acted in self-defense. You can follow that at KimKemp.com as well. So the ACLU is suing St. Joe's Hospital saying they denied surgery to a transgender man. They say the guy could not get a hysterectomy at the last minute because St. Joe's is a Catholic hospital. They believe even though the hospital is religious, it's open to the public and they do that procedure for others. So why not this guy? Well, the hospital responded. They said at St. Joe's Health, we believe healthcare is a basic human right and every individual seeking care should always be treated with compassion and respect. We've not had a chance to review the facts of this case, but we take these allegations very seriously. We're committing our full attention to investigating this matter. Well, State Senator Mike McGuire is going for this one again. He's trying to pass a law that would force Trump to release his tax returns in order to be on the ballot in California for the next election. McGuire, who reps Humble at the state level, had his last attempt at this vetoed by Jerry Brown. But Mike McGuire called that hogwash. He's hoping Governor Newsom will get behind this. Did you see a guy allegedly attacked a woman after staff at Cutton Elementary confronted him about taking pictures of little kids? North Coast News reported this 29-year-old was confronted in the market nearby, and it's said that that was where he knocked this woman to the ground. Market staff held him down until cops arrived, reportedly. Well, I had the opportunity to check in with Humboldt County Supervisor Estelle Fennell. She talked about a planning and building office opening in Redway soon, designing a temporary spot for county services in Garberville, a possible gateway project for improvements to downtown Garberville, studies looking at making Redway more pedestrian-friendly, some work to improve fishing in Shelter Cove, implementing Project Trellis to support the cannabis industry, offering up some help to the fire districts, and also as chair of a commission, she's been involved in a big project that'll impact flows and fish in the Eel River, the Potter Valley Project. The Eel and Russian River Commission's meeting next at the courthouse on the 29th at 10 a.m.
Thanks a bunch to Estelle Fennel for checking in with us. Well, this Giants fan is well known in the baseball community. Brian Stowe was in Humboldt talking to some local kids. Remember back in 2011 at a game in LA, this Giants fan almost was beat to death by Dodgers fans. He was in a nine-month coma. He had to relearn everything. He's still recovering. And I saw in Redwood News his message in Hydesville was anti-bullying. Some local kids in Arcata got together for the second year for March for Our Lives. That was to raise awareness of gun violence and support certain gun laws. As previously reported, 52-year-old Brad Lanise was recently sentenced to eight years in federal prison for attempting to pay a hitman $30,000 to murder a local woman over a dispute related to the cannabis industry. The criminal, Brad Lanise, was unaware that his attempt at contract killing his way back into the local cannabis industry was orchestrated with an undercover agent that he knew as Deeds. Lanise had been working with a permitted local cannabis farm, and eventually tensions ran so thick with a longtime acquaintance and his acquaintance's girlfriend that he parted ways. After moving to Pittsburgh and spending all of his cash, Lanise then concocted a plan that involved robbing the Humboldt farm and having that girlfriend murdered fatally drugged with her body and car rolled off a cliff into the Pacific Ocean near Shelter Cove. He hoped to then resume work on the farm. The girlfriend, the attempted contract murder victim, spoke with Humboldt last week under the condition of anonymity. Her statements are reenacted here. Brad and my boyfriend have known each other since they were two years old. Unlike some reports out there, he's actually not related to my boyfriend. They are not cousins. In the past, we had bought him land and tried to help him start his own farm, but that clearly was not enough. Brad didn't like the fact that he couldn't control my boyfriend anymore due to my help, and Brad eventually assaulted me. He was also stealing from us. That caused us to ask him to leave our farm. After Brad lost the land we gave him, he moved to Pittsburgh. Because my boyfriend is nice, he even gave Brad another 15000 to make a payment on the land, which he just took. Brad's son would mail him cannabis from here, and that's when the police started investigating him, and they learned that he wanted me dead. It was in the middle of a surprise raid on our property when an agent finally told me that Brad hired him to murder me. I had pink handcuffs on and was totally caught off guard. They said it had to happen like that in order to get Brad. We're legit and we pay taxes, so it was hard for all of us. Brad is a bad, manipulative guy and a longtime drug user. He'll stop at nothing to make people believe him. We're fearful that the prison system won't rehabilitate him, and when he's released, we're afraid he'll come after us. Looking forward, we're certainly going to be more careful about who we do business with. We are thankful for the support we've received from some Shelter Cove residents who know about our situation and love it so much here. We could never leave. We just hope that people hear our story and are careful. We hope that the legal cannabis industry settles in situations like ours will happen less. The attempted contract murder victim is urging the authorities to notify her when Brad Lanise is up for parole and when he's released. Lanise's maximum sentence was 10 years. On March 13th, it was announced that Lanise was sentenced to eight years in federal prison and three years of supervised release for, quote, using interstate commerce facilities in connection with the murder for hire. The sentence was issued without receiving an impact statement from the victim. Regarding Humboldt Last Week Alternative Radio, I just want to say thank you to talented local songwriter Michael David for doing the local artist spotlight last week. Also, thanks to local comedy star Dutch Savage for doing Funny Friday. In addition to that, thank you to Cheyenne Davis for lending her voice to the station. Uh, Did I ever tell you why I started the radio station? It's kind of silly. Spotify was disabled where I work, and I didn't want to have to burn the battery on my phone, so I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm building a radio station. (laughs) 
that was the next logical progression, right? Um, thank you to those of you checking it out at HumboldtLastWeek.com and at KimKemp.com. Hey, if you ever listen to Humboldt Last Week, please do support our local mom and pop partners. They make this possible. That's Ferndale Music Company with shows coming up at the Old Steeple, Bongo Boy Recording Studio in McKinleyville, Bell Star Women's Clothing in Old Town Eureka, and Primal Decor Tattoo and Body Piercing Studio on Myrtle Avenue in Eureka. My name is Miles Cochran. I adore Humboldt. Thank you so much to Kim Kemp and Redheaded Black Belt for supporting Humboldt last week, as well as 99.1 KISS FM. Thank you to those journalists working hard to contribute information to our community and to this episode. Don't be shy if you have thoughts. Have a great week. Bye. Humboldt last week.